0: Hey everybody this is episode 7 of Future Tech Chat. Today we'll be talking about wearable devices. Uh, today I decided not to start with some theme music. I got in trouble from uh, Sony Music for playing Brave last week. But uh, we might get back to that in the future but for now you're just going to have to enjoy my voice in this beautiful graphic. <laughs> today uh, I've got two people with me to talk about wearable devices. Mike Attrell, why don't you say hi to everybody. Hey guys. Hello again. And Carolyn Higman, say hello.
1: Hi,
2: everyone.
0: So uh, wearable devices are, uh, are a fun topic to talk about today because there's been a bunch of announcements in the last couple weeks about companies that are going to be unveiling them. Uh, and I thought this was kind of the perfect opportunity to discuss what's new, um, sort of maybe go into a bit of the history of wearable devices and then the present and what's been announced, and then maybe talk about the future a little bit if we have time for that. Which we obviously do, because it's the title of this <laughs> podcast is Future Tech Chat. So, uh, Mike, why don't we get started with uh, your first point? Um, what do you, given the, the the current announcements of the last couple of weeks, what do you think is the most promising wearable on the market today?
1: Uh, I think the just the category of smartwatches. That's probably going to be. Um, the most widely accepted and an exciting category. I think the devices like the Google Glass and... Like that.
0: Um, oh yeah, that's a smartwatch right there.
1: It's a hack it looks, watch.
0: <laughs> it looks smart and everything.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think smartwatch is definitely the kind of thing that, that people can easily adapt and, um, and accept as a part of their daily lives. I think, you know, devices like the Google Glass and um, you know, even virtual reality type stuff I think they're they're novelty devices. I think people will use them, but I don't think they'll be uh, injected into the market the same way that smart uh, smart
0: watches will be. Okay, what do you think, Carolyn? Is there any? Is, do you have a favorite, or is there any that you would consider using right now?
2: I mean, I think they're all pretty cool, but the I agree with Mike that the watches will probably be more adopted, because, um, based on price alone. I mean, the watches are probably going to be more accessible in terms of cost than like Google Glass which is what, like $1,500 or something?
0: Right now, yeah, it's
2: $1,500. So obviously that's novelty and not really accessible to most people whereas watch would hopefully be much, much lower cost.
0: Right. It's actually kind of curious. I'm not sure. I should do some research but uh, where the word watch actually comes from because they're not really watches. I mean, telling the time is kind of one of the lesser things that they have to do. They're, they will probably broadcast the time, but uh, whether or not that's the information you're actually looking for when you look at it is probably it's probably on the lower priority of things that you want to see. Um, well, they watches. Come up with a, sorry, they're
1: watches insofar as you wear them on your wrist. I think that's, right. So it,
0: yeah, yeah, they're yeah. So maybe wristwatch isn't the right. I mean smartwatch, it doesn't I don't know. That gets rid of the wrist part. What what part what makes it a watch if it's if telling the time is sort of it's like calling it a cell phone, it's not really even a phone anymore. It technically does that, but that's not what people use it for. <laughs> if it goes mainstream, we'll probably need another word or or it will just get very confusing. Yeah. So uh having gone over the what we think the best is what do you uh what do you think the worst wearable on the market is or the one that's probably least likely to take off
2: well, before we do that can we just sort of briefly summarize all of them that are available
0: yeah we can do that i mean you probably, probably going to get all
2: or watch ones. and google glass
0: so it depends why don't you uh mike why don't you take this cuz you have done a bit of research and defined the Made up some categories for for wearables.
1: Yeah, keyword made up, but I think the ones that I could recognize as wearables, the, like I don't know if you you're familiar with the um, like the Fitbit type fitness tracking devices. Those were the I guess those would be considered one of the first mainstream high tech wearables. Um, and then you know kind of even before that, you had like pedometers, and I think you could even consider those wearables. Really, they they don't integrate with your phone or anything, but you know they're still wearables. Um, and then Six you have yeah and, iPod Nanos. Yeah, and no, like and that's another, and I don't think I mentioned that in my post, but I think there was, you know, you, you could even consider MP three players like clip on or players, and that kind of stuff as wearable devices. Um, and then you have, you know, like your headphones and you know auxiliary accessories that that integrate with your devices that are still wearables. And then you get into your your smart watches and your Google Glass and and kind of the more the more high- tech more recent um, wearables that you'd uh, you'd hear of. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think those would be the main the main
0: categories there. Did you mention that the oculus rift?
1: Yeah, that that's, that's kind of like a more yeah more gaming specific or you know single use specific um, wearable device. Like you wouldn't walk around just wearing it on a daily basis, but you'd, you'd use it for intermittent periods of time and, and definitely get your, your experience out of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Is, there, is there a requirement that this be able to wirelessly connect to something?
1: Uh, I don't think it necessarily needs to be wireless. I think that definitely helps support the case for it being a wearable as opposed to just being an accessory
0: to a device. Right. Carolyn, what do you think? You look skeptical.
2: I think it has to be connected to something.
0: Like it has to either connect to a phone or connect to the internet or
2: yes. something. Wirelessly.
0: Yeah. I, I tend to agree. I I don't really I don't I wanna say this is smart, but it's not it's not it's really wireless, just playing like, it's, through it's headphones. Still a wearable <laughs> though. It is, but it's it's like the lowest possible thing. Like even a Fitbit or a jawbone up would be more like a fitness tracker, just because it connects to your phone and actually is useful for something other than just being connected to something else to give you information.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like like a pair of headphones, for instance. Right. Yeah. Is that a good enough sort of definition, Carolyn?
2: Yeah, no, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, out of those, what do you think, what would you say is the least, the one you're sort of least interested in having, or if someone was offering you a selection on the street, which is the one that you'd you would have to basically accept money in order to wear or to use?
2: Are you asking me first or my yeah.
0: right? You. Okay. Um
2: I'm pretty okay with all of them.
0: So you, you like you would be fine wearing glass, you'd be you'd enjoy it and you'd test it out
2: I would totally be willing to test it out I mean after testing it I would have to decide whether I would continue wearing it or not but
0: okay so for now you're you're open minded about all of them Yeah okay that's good How I mean I,
2: I wouldn't wear a pedometer if we're considering that a wearable device
0: Just just a pedometer that just measures your steps
2: Just a pedometer yeah
0: Yeah this Again, pedometer built in. Does it? Yeah.
2: Oh, I also nice. would not wear that.
0: <laughs> on your wrist, even? Yeah,
2: on my wrist, even.
0: I wore it when I worked at Canada Computers.
2: Yeah, you know.
0: I got lots of people like, "What is that? Oh, I'm." It's like, "Oh, it's just a Nano." No, they were they were still very impressed. Were they? A
2: nano that I strapped this was, my head.
0: This was two years ago, so. <laughs> So would you say, Mike? Is there any is there anything you wouldn't wear, or that you would? Is do you have I a th- least favorite wearable?
1: I think I'd be open, like Carolyn said. I think I'd be open to trying anything. But I think, as far as something being mainstream or or accepted, I think something like a virtual reality system, I think it's, it's a relatively small, uh, small target demographic and yeah, small market right there. Um, you know, I know Facebook wants to try to turn it into something that. You know, expands beyond just gaming, um, and you know, we'll we'll see where it goes. And I I don't know. Hopefully, it inspires you know more devices that you know you use on a more regular, or just more general basis than just gaming. But um, yeah, I think I think once you get there into that that realm of specific uses, I think you're gonna find less uh, less use out of it. I guess.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Can I ask a, uh, a um, question? How do I get it to switch to the person who's talking?
0: You click on their little thumbnail at the bottom.
2: No, but to automatically switch to the person. Oh,
0: just click. If any of them are highlighted, just un- just click on that one, and it'll unhighlight. Oh, thank you. Um. So that sort of... <laughs> no problem. That... Uh, that raised me raised an interesting thought in my mind. If, if there was a device that, that was sort of like a pedometer, there, there are these fitness trackers that will track your calorie intake based on your movement, um, that kind of thing. There, there, there are talks of a device like that that you'll wear around your wrist or around, on, on your body that would measure your heart rate and would measure your um, oxygen level and all that sort of stuff. Would that interest you? If it, It's still just measuring sort of fitness levels, but Carolyn, you seem very interested.
2: Yeah, I think that'd be really cool, and then it would report back to your phone, right? Or yeah, something? Yeah. That would be really cool. That would definitely be really
0: cool. But a pedometer, if it, if it was just steps and it recorded that back to your phone, you still, you wouldn't want to.
2: No, no, that'd be okay. If it recorded it back-
0: <laughs> No, 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 just, but just a pedometer that recorded, it didn't have any other stuff, just a pedometer that recorded your steps. No. Not worth it. I'm pretty sure they have apps that do that. Yeah, they do. They do. Well, the iPhone 5S does that. Yeah. It has a bunch of accelerometers in it that you do keep track of everything. I really a little
2: care about how many steps in a day I take.
0: I, I don't know that anyone really should. You kind of have a sense of how far you're walking or how much exactly. you're looking. Exactly. So I probably don't need to know the exact number of steps.
2: Yeah, Whereas something like heart rate and, uh, like, oxygen saturation, those, I find those really cool. Yeah. And it, it may get old really fast, but, you know. But I
1: we're all
0: getting old really fast.
2: That is true. We're
0: all getting old at the same speed, really. But, anyway. I like candy way too much to be getting old at the same speed as everybody else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, I think that's, that's an interesting point you bring up about the fitness tracking and, like, I think you know I I looked into getting a fitness tracker you know like for myself and and for Maria too and in my research like for one there aren't a whole lot that integrate with Android they're mainly iOS um, or not iOS well iOS and uh, and Mac type integration um, but as far as the use out of them like I just I just can't like yeah like you said you know you, you know how active you are like you don't you don't need a device to tell you like, oh, you didn't move enough today. It's like, well I know that. Like I said
0: it, Yeah, it just makes you feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, so, so lazy.
1: It's, like, it's like I'd I'd find way more use of something like a heart rate monitor or like or yeah. that type of thing, right? Where you you get actual like data right. about your fitness level, not just yes you're active or no you're not.
2: Yeah.
1: Um but I think even with that you you need to know how to use it and not to overreact to to the feedback you're getting. Like, I think, I think knowing my oxygen level all the time would make me kind of paranoid. Like, do I have to, like, breathe more? Or, like... Sorry, guys. i got to take this.
0: Look at you. <laughs> so, I find that kind of interesting that you can't... Like, I would never... I wouldn't get paranoid or anything.
2: I don't think I'd get paranoid either. Like, I, th-
0: I would. I'd want to know if my oxygen saturation was... I would only
2: get paranoid if it was... Too low. <laughs>
0: you, well, you get paranoid, and then you're like, "Oh, I better go see a doctor." That can only be a good thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like it's a an early warning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm glad we see eye to eye on that.
2: I I agree with that, but I could definitely take Mike's point of some people might be paranoid, or you know, they might become very obsessed with monitoring their oxygen saturation level.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Start hyperventilating if they if they lose a percentage point or something.
2: Yeah, and then you know obviously that's going to affect your oxygen saturation oh, level.
0: He's so. back, let's stop talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying you don't have to be paranoid. Oh, okay, thanks. But uh, yeah, that would... There, there would definitely be some people, and I see if you were sort of the OCD type that you might start freaking out if your heart rate was yeah. suddenly really low or really high.
1: Well, it it reminds me of like when when we were pregnant, and you know, like we were worried about you know our baby being healthy, right? So it's like you know we we got like, Rhea wanted to get this like a Doppler, like device that basically does like an ultrasound.
0: Why kind would of you ever not want that? That sounds so cool.
1: <laughs> no, but it's it's cool, but it's like you just use it every second. If you don't hear something, it's like oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, and then it's like you panic, and then you go to the hospital, and it's like oh everything's okay. And then, you know, that happens, like, you know, two or three times with the pregnancy, and it's like, you'd never know any different if you didn't have the Doppler. But right. when you use it, you don't hear anything, it's like, oh, no, and, like, it's, it's the same thing I've heard with doctors and doing blood tests, and that it happens to give more false positives or just make people more paranoid than it does to actually prevent or detect anything that's going on. Right. Like, like, science and research have proven that, like, exp- extensive blood tests, when you're not within a certain risk level or risk category, isn't actually doing you any good statistically.
0: Right. I just I thought, thought it. Thought it's just be cool. What's that? I just thought it, like, you wouldn't even have to use it when you're pregnant. Just be like, ultrasound yourself. Just <laughs> listen your stomach? <laughs> Anything. You could do your head, like. I would just yeah. want to see what I. Wait,
2: well, you'd I hear right your now, pulse
0: in now. your head. That's what? what you'd, you'd hear your pulse in your head. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I would get one, and then I would become paranoid if I suddenly didn't hear anything when well, I'm under can my heart. You one
2: online.
0: <laughs> they're probably really expensive. They're not. They're actually like 40 bucks.
2: What? Yeah, I know. Why didn't you get one? I, we did. Oh, you did get one.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it seemed like you didn't get one.
1: Yeah, I didn't think you got oh, one. No, no, we did. That's oh. what I'm Out of experience, I can say that it just made us more paranoid. Oh,
0: okay. Have you ever used it yourself? Not on me.
1: Oh. Can, there's nothing to listen to in me.
0: I, can you do that and then
1: report back?
2: Well, there's no baby, but
1: I don't think we have it anymore. I think we gave it away.
0: Oh, man. Another that dream. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Maybe we should get back to, to the topic at hand. Um, I guess... This, this might not be the best audience to discuss this because we're all really excited about the opportunity to try these things out. But there's a lot of stigma associated with things like Google, Google Glass that people get freaked out just at the idea of it existing and possibly being monitored all the time. Um, I know that if if you were told that you were being anonymously, well not anonymously, but that there was somebody watching you and like following you around with a camera, You'd be freaked out, but then you start to think about it and you realize that that is probably happening most of the time, although it's very easy to avoid if you don't want to be watched. You just go into a private place, but uh, yeah, there's cameras all over the place. I don't, I don't really personally see what the big deal is about having people with Google glasses around. Because, I mean, realistically speaking, they're not going to be, want to be recording you. The battery lasts few hours.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually surprised when I heard that. Like, I think I just had the idea that it could just be on all
0: the time, but you. It really well, it'd couldn't. be on. It just wouldn't. You wouldn't. If the screen was running, it would kill the battery. If the right. if it was taking video, it'd kill the battery a lot. Yeah. yeah. If you're taking video with a camera phone, even it or a smartphone, it will, will die a lot quicker. Yeah. So, yeah. I,
1: oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, just just to your point about people kind of being kind of nervous about it, like it's. I think it's just yeah, it's just an impression that people get, and like it's no different than what people are able to do now. Like you can pretend to be on your phone, but be recording someone if you really wanted to. Like yeah. every every phone has a camera now, so it's like just because it's on your face and just always ready, it doesn't make it any more scary. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, even things, even GoPro cameras are starting to be used all over the place. There are people who will use those almost exclusively for shots that they, they don't even care if the camera gets destroyed because they're so cheap and replaceable that mm. um, series like Jerry Seinfeld's web series, Cam- Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, they just use GoPro cameras when they're driving around. They just have a few of them mounted and just film everything like cameras are so cheap that it's it costs nothing to be watching everything all the time but it's kinda nice mm-hmm. making people accountable all the time for things that they're doing <laughs> probably yeah. something we need a little more of
1: Yeah. well and people have said too that if people really wanted to they have spy cams and like all these kinds of things you know like, cam- like pen cameras like if people wanted to watch you they would so just because it's on your face doesn't mean that they're gonna want to watch you anymore. Like,
0: yeah, they're almost gonna want to watch you less because that's super conspicuous. Yeah, <laughs> if you have like, a button camera on your shirt, then yeah, it's probably a lot, a lot less conspicuous. Yeah. So uh, why don't we go to the next? We'll go to one of my points. Um, would you? Would either of you ever? actually completely replace a cell phone with a watch if it had the same feature set, but just on your wrist. And obviously, there'd have to be, you'd have to be able to do everything with voice commands or with gestures, but if it was the same functionality-wise, would you ever consider replacing it? Carolyn, why don't we start with you? Your face looks funnier in, in reaction to it.
2: No, I don't think I would.
0: Even though five or six years ago, you didn't have a phone at all, or maybe a little longer? eight years ago.
2: Because, okay, so you're saying no phone, every and no. the watch would do everything. Right. Right? So, let's say you want to send a text message.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you would have to voice it to the watch, right. and the watch would type it out and send it.
0: Yeah, or oh. there'd be a new input method that would work on the watch face.
2: What would be the input method on the watch face?
0: Some kind of swiping. There, there are several being tested, or like being that have been thrown around with yeah. testing, typing in a in a circle pattern or or in a grid. That
1: they have, yeah, they have developed. So small. They've developed a keyboard that is kind of like a T9 type setup, where like you're swiping along, but it it knows which ones you want to do. So it'll be like two or three letters to each key, and you just swipe to each one, and then it kind of guesses what word you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, like so, we, we you look skeptical right now but f- when phones just had a keypad, when cell phones had a keypad, everyone used T9 just fine and it had like 12 buttons. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, and then there was a reason why phones have full keyboards
1: now cuz they have the space for technology allowed it. Yeah. It's not that we needed it. I was I was, I was more useful.
0: <laughs> Is it though?
2: T9 sucked.
0: What oh, about oh, T9?
2: Yes, it did! So fast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was really accurate with C 9 Like, you could do it without looking, because you knew what words it was going to spell out.
1: You'd even switch how many times it took to get to the word, because you knew...
0: Yeah, you knew how many down presses you needed to get to the right word. I completely agree with that, because I remember that, and it was so easy. Yeah,
2: It took so long.
0: (laughs) If you did have to speak things would you not consider it?
2: No because there's such in, I'm in situations sometimes where I can't speak. Let's say I'm in a meeting and I need to send a text message I can't pull out my...
1: That's where you use like the keyboard and just like do your little like do 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 Yeah. It's
2: fucking stupid! What if you have massive fingers? What if the person has huge fingers?
0: You get a dialing wand! <laughs> a what? Like a stylus. I'm referencing The Simpsons.
2: <laughs> for your watch. A stylus for your watch.
0: <laughs> Call it a dialing wand.
2: <laughs> a dialing wand for like your watch. watch.
0: Okay, obviously there are there are issues, but I'm saying for you, okay, would you wait. ever consider it?
2: My phone plays music.
0: Your watch can play music. Your watch can play no. music.
2: Okay, the phone can either play music through the speakers or through a headphone jack or um, through like Bluetooth to a speaker or something like that. Yeah. So I can see easily see how the Bluetooth one would work. The headphone one, mm, so what? You're gonna have a headphone jack and it's on your wrist.
0: There are Bluetooth headphones.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bluetooth headphones that would work a lot easier. So then you would be required to get Bluetooth headphones.
0: They would come down in price at that point. I mean they're only what you can get them for fifty dollars now and if you really want. Okay.
1: I okay. think I think the downside of not having a phone, like i I find that I actually use the apps and the screen real estate enough to make yeah. it worth having the phone. Like, but on a watch you're not gonna be able to like
2: How am I gonna check my email on my my wrist? Like if there's a huge emails email. are
1: fine. I think it's just when you're trying to like browse the internet, like you can't do that on a watch interesting
2: i could not read my emails on a watch either
0: okay i'm not i'm not suggesting you replace a computer i'm re- suggesting you replace a cell phone
2: but but nowadays your phone is your computer
0: i agree with that interesting i would want to i would be willing to try i'm not saying it would necessarily work it would have to be the right interface but
2: so many people have, have replaced essentially replaced their computers with their phones in many situations.
0: But As those are the people don't that phone, phone. <laughs> I don't
2: get emails. I don't replace your phone. I do get emails.
0: I get No, I know you do, but you haven't replaced your computer with your phone. I have, basically. I don't use my computer for emails. To I use you my phone. Emails? What's that? You get emails
1: you need? Yeah. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you on your phone?
0: No, I mean, do it's you, big I mean, enough to but... Like, I'd be fine if I had a smaller screen.
2: On your phone, the iPhone.
0: I yeah, I I don't think I'd want a bigger screen. So I...
1: you're, saying you have, you're saying you have an issue having emails on your phone.
0: I have emails on my phone. I just don't. I
1: mean, you you find it can't
0: replace a computer. No, it can. I think a phone can replace a computer. I'm just saying that I think a watch can replace a phone.
2: Okay, so you you want to replace your computer with your phone, which you say you essentially already have done.
0: I haven't. I do a lot of things that I need a full computer for. I'm suggesting having a watch or some kind of thing with, some kind of wearable thing with a computer, but no phone. I'd be willing to try that. If the, the technology is not there right now, but I'd be willing to try it if it got there. I would not. Well, nobody's making you. Just that's, that was the question.
2: It's just because that my phone is now like a mini computer to me, and yeah. there's so many things I can do on my phone that I no longer do on my computer. And so to replace my phone with an even smaller device and get it rid of my phone, that means I would have to use my computer a lot more. Yeah. And it's, and I know I'm like, I have a MacBook Air, it's not difficult to bring places, but, you know, I'm not going to whip out my MacBook Air on the bus to send a text message, for example.
0: So what if you had what if you had a your phone didn't exist in its crown, this is going this is called well into the future of tech um, <laughs> What if you had a flexible sheet of electronic material that you could that would fit in your pocket but that would open up and it basically it was just a screen and your watch was the computer and it could it wirelessly connect to the screen so if you needed to read emails you would open this, you'd take out this screen and you'd be able to do sort of bigger text based things, you'd be able to read or whatever so it wouldn't require a computer, it would just basically be a a little screen to watch on, but then you wouldn't need the bulk, you wouldn't need the weight. They'd be replaceable and cheap.
2: How do you reply to the message?
0: You'd, it would broadcast a software keyboard onto the... It could be a touch screen.
2: The flexible material.
0: They've, they, they've started doing that. There are, there's an LG phone that is flexible.
2: But let's say again, I'm on the bus and I take out this flexible screen. Yeah. It's fine. I can hold it any which way to read the email. Mm-hmm. Now I need to reply. So what? I'm gonna put this flexible piece of thing on my knee and start typing.
0: You don't have to type though. That's like there are already keyboards that exist that are that are the same layout as your keyboard on your phone. But that just, just like, around. Sorry, guys. i me. So many phone calls. Do you think, like, you don't think that would work at all?
2: I don't know. I ha- like, it's, we've got a lot of what-ifs here and a lot of very, very future tech. So it's, hard to, it's hard to imagine what exactly, how exactly it would look like and work.
0: That's that's sort of just what I see. That's what I see as the next step. I don't know that I don't know that watches alone are the next step, but I, I see them working in tandem with other stuff. Like I, I this this flexible screen, if you look at if you read the news about the latest consumer electronics show and the it happened in Oh, Mike's looking it up. <laughs> um, there are flexible screens that are coming within the next Year or two like yeah, happening.
2: I've heard about those and read about them.
0: Right, but that's that's what I'm talking about. Like getting rid of the hardware. The hardware would be in a watch type shape.
1: This is the concept phone here. Yeah. Just one of them. I think I've seen a couple different ones. But you basically have like your phone, but it wraps up into a, a bracelet type yeah. thing. Which, yeah, it would accomplish both the smartwatch and phone aspect, I guess. But
0: Right, like, the what actually ends up being the the thing that we all use doesn't have to be a watch that looks exactly like our modern watches, but like with a digital screen. The whole band can be taken up, and you can have a keyboard that, that even shows up underneath in this sort of area that... You can type on it. Would be it would probably be easier to be T9, but th- there are other keyboard input systems that that have been proposed that don't take up that much space and still give you the full alphabet. There are whole languages like there. There's Morse code. There are languages that already exist that are a series of yes or no, like ones or zeros. Morse code and Braille being two examples of them. Or just binary. Binary, yes. <laughs> binary is basically Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's coming. I hope it's coming. It's in some sort of form. I don't know what it's exactly going to be, but I don't know that. I don't know that a smart like a a watch that connects to your phone. Is really the answer because you're going to be pulling out your phone every 30 seconds if it can't do if the watch can't do everything, you you still need a phone. The, what the, is it adding?
1: The the new, the new Google the Google Wear APK they're they're trying to promote designing apps in order so you don't have
0: to use your phone. Right, and that and that sort of logically leads to now I don't need a phone because my watch can do it.
1: But the phone manufacturers, hi <laughs> Yeah, the phone manufacturers aren't gonna want their you know number one revenue stream to be cut off like that, and to to dedicate all their R and D to this other thing where they spend so much money and time into de- designing phones.
0: Right. So you're making the argument that what existed already should still exist.
1: I think, I think the companies are going to want to keep those phones around as long as they can.
0: because but the so company, yeah.
1: Make. They're so cheap to make and they make so much money off them.
0: But the company that actually makes the future happen will win out. Like, if Google gets on board with this and moves the technology forward as opposed to staying rooted in the past, like, it's the whole, it's the same thing that ha- happened with, or is still happening with electric cars. They're not there's only one company that's really making money off them because they're way cheaper to maintain and they last longer than gas-powered cars. cars. And there are oil cartels that are keeping the price of gas at a certain level and that are, that are basically trying to box out, buy out, and kill smaller companies that are promoting new technologies that are more efficient. Like It's the same thing that's happening with the wireless industry in Canada. A company comes along and starts giving cheaper plans in a different way that is more suited to how people actually use phones, but they're just getting bought out by the big companies and and torn apart. So I don't think that's a good, that's really a good argument. Like it's, it might be what happens, but I don't think that's a good argument to not do it. Well,
1: it's not an argument to not do it, it's just an argument for how realistic it is for it to happen. Yeah. It's the same thing with electric cars. Electric cars will never, in, in my opinion, they'll never be the majority like, I, I, I don't see that.
0: Uh, I, I think once people get on board, like the government giving subsidi- subsidies for them is is a good step okay. in that's sort already of happening.
1: Like, not just a bit of a market share, like to have over 50% of the
0: cars on the road electric cars. Right, but you could make you could make that argument, like just like saying that Apple is never gonna have a huge share of Mac computers, and so they didn't do that, they didn't even try they Came up with a new category, and now they have millions and millions of smartphones. And they may, they sell more tablets and smartphones than any other company sells computers. Like they didn't, they knew they weren't going to win fighting that war, so they went out and did something completely different.
1: Collectively, they're still not a majority, though. If you look at all PCs and all Android phones,
0: we're not. Yeah, we're not talking about Android phones. Like Apple mean? tablets are outselling all other computers.
1: Right, but all computers aren't all computers outselling Apple tablets. I know each individual computer company is being outsold by Apple.
0: No that has a collective. Well, I'm, if you bar. believe if you believe the statistics that they've shown, then know that all they outsold the entire PC industry. Oh, well, that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> like, tens of millions every every quarter.
1: I know that tablets outsold PCs. I didn't know that it was iPads
0: on their well, own. Yeah, they're, the other tablets still, I mean, a lot of people use them, but they're still a huge minority. And pe- if people buy them because they're cheap, then they just don't use them at all. Some of them aren't cheap. A lot. Of, some of the Samsung ones are still a good amount. Yeah. But, yeah, I've never seen anybody with a Samsung tablet like, ever. <laughs> Other than Samsung commercials, that's probably the only place. I've seen Microsoft surfaces, but yeah, I've never seen a, a Samsung tablet in real life.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I guess you're going to disagree with my next question as well because it sort of ties back to whether or not you'd replace your phone with a watch that had the same capabilities. Um, I would put forth the argument that we are reaching peak cell phone.
2: What do you mean by
0: that? We're at the point that cell phones are as popular as they're ever going to be. Like smartphones are as popular as they're ever going to be. It's like in within the next year they're going to start peaking and then possibly dropping off as they're they're replaced by something else. I think I don't know what that would be, but
1: yeah, I think everyone who's who'd
0: get a smartphone
1: has gotten one. Like I think yeah.
0: they'll-
1: Yeah. So like, you know, you'll have like, you know, you kids that get old enough to have one and then people die. So like, it's just gonna stay like constant. Yeah, and, and I, think it's, I think it's peaked and that's why cell phone companies are now doing minor changes to what they've already have as opposed to, you know, coming out with brand new things because people, there's there's no one else to win over really.
0: Right. Well, I, I wouldn't say that necessarily. I mean, the numbers of cell phone or smartphone owners may not peak right like this year, but because the third world is still using a lot of just regular cell phones, non-smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. That's why so I, still the most popular cell phone brand.
1: Yeah. I don't think I don't think they're going to be a target. You have smartphones put in their hands because they have no use for them a lot of the time they don't even really have internet or, like, data connections.
0: Right, but I think that that is going to happen. But I'm referring to sort of the mainstream. Like, right now, 10 years ago, we could have been having this conversation about phones, like, dumb phones in general. And now the third world has billions of cell phones. Like, there's there's a cell phone, I think we just hit, like, a, one cell phone per person recently
1: Yeah.
0: on the planet. But I think that once that starts happening, sort of the Western civilization is or the first world is going to be moving on and be on the next thing. I think this is sort of this is it in terms of smartphones in Western culture, and it'll be it'll be the next thing when whatever these whatever the next generation of of wearable devices is, whether it's watches, whether it's whatever comes after that. I think that's what's going to be coming up. Carolyn, what do you think?
2: I agree. I think I
1: agree.
0: Oh, you agree? Okay. Mike, what about you? Do you agree?
1: To a point, like, companies are now only really focusing on getting nicer displays, you know, bigger screens and better cameras. I think we've kind of peaked as far as how fast our processors are going to get, or how how much is going to make a difference. You know, you can go faster, but it's like, is it worth buying like a brand new phone for a faster processor? And like, you know, I think modular phones will be a really interesting thing to see come into the market and, you know, um, google is now working on their own their own modular design
0: yeah project ara yeah for anyone googling that
1: um, um yeah yeah so I, I think i think that's gonna be the next big thing we see is the modular modular phones and i think that's gonna like i know i'd, I'd buy one for sure like um just because it sounds really cool and it's kind of it's kind of what i'd be looking for because when i want a new phone it's like oh i wish i had like a better camera but you have to buy like a whole new phone for that Right. Um, but, yeah, I think I think as far as cell phones themselves, I think, yeah, you already see companies working on the wearables, and it's only a matter of time before they come up with a replacement
0: for the cell phone. Yeah. I'm going to keep thinking, because now that's got me thinking about watches that have modular attachments like a keyboard, but I don't know how that would work unless you had, like, a little keypad that, you'd, that would, like, fold out of your watch, and then you'd, like, type on it with the other hand. But that's getting into, like, that's getting into sci-fi. But, I mean, 20 years ago, you'd be saying that about cell phones with the, like, it was getting into sci-fi then. That's why they had flip phones, because that's what they looked like in sci-fi. So, uh, maybe I'm, I'm hoping I'll write about that. I hope you'd have, like, a panel you'd flip up and you'd be like, boop, 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 with the other hand.
1: With, with the way that voice recognition software is getting, like, I don't think there's even going to be a need to type. Right. And and, and, and again, Google has said, that you know, that the apps for the Google Wear project, they need to be, like, voice-activated centered. Like, that's going to be the idea, is to, to allow to navigate and, and have input based on your voice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm very, like, they've been, they've been doing lots of stuff with voice, and I think that's, that's bound to be yeah. what's coming. I'm already fully comfortable using my voice for anything on my phone. Like, I'm, I'm, I've actually been impressed
1: by the voice recognition on my phone, like the, like Google's voice recognition software, like, if I'm searching, say, like, the OC, right, like, it will actually to the OC as in like the TV show like it will know that I'm talking about that it will do contextual voice recognition it won't, you could say oh I see this and it will put in like that word but if you search for a specific thing it will take what you said into context and then parse it according to what it thinks you're actually looking for Yeah, which is pretty
0: cool I think yeah I'm I definitely like what they're doing with voice and um, Microsoft's new voice system, Cortana, is going to be really cool, too.
1: Is that with their 8.1 release? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think with that, we'll transition slowly into uh, our news segment. Do you guys have your stories ready? Yes. OK. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Carolyn, why don't you start? What's it? what is your tech news story of the week?
2: Fine. Okay. I so I was doing some searching last night to try and find something to talk about today. And I couldn't find a lot, to be honest. I mean, there was some Mac rumors about, you know, what the iPhone 6 is going to look like. Yada yada yada. But I didn't find that like super interesting because, you know, they rumor about the next iPhone until there's the next iPhone. Right. <laughs> And since the last iPhone, Uh, (laughs) pretty much. So I found this thing. It's called Amazon Dash. Um, It's a little device, like this big, like a a mini remote kind of thing. Um, And uh, it has a a speaker, so like a voice button where you can talk and speak, and it it records what you're saying. And it also has a barcode scanner, and then it um, links to your uh, Amazon account, essentially, on your computer. An and I could see that it would be pretty freaking cool. Um, like the the commercial or the ad I watched for it. I mean, there's a the woman walking around and she has a bunch of kids and a bunch of crap to do. And you know, as soon as you're out of something, you just say peanut butter, or you scan the peanut butter barcode, or you know, it works on like we need carrots. You just say carrots. I mean. For the places where there's Amazon Fresh, which is where they deliver fresh groceries. Right, yeah. Not everywhere, which is quite limited, but um, for places like in Canada, you can still buy groceries, but just non-perishable items. Yeah. Um, and then they're delivered to your house. And so, like, I can imagine a situation, you know, like if you're a stay-at-home mom or something like that, and you've got a million things to do, and, you know, as soon as you run out of something, you just say it, and then you check later when you have time on your computer or your app, okay, I need all this stuff, order, and then it's delivered right to your door.
0: Yeah.
2: So I can see it, like, you know, you could still do that whole process without having the dash, like, little device itself, but just by, you know, keeping a list and then transferring your list to your computer and then entering all those items in your Amazon account, et cetera, et cetera. So, Mm. but you could obviously see how, Dash would expedite that entire process.
0: Right. So, yeah, it, it's really cool. I read an argument online, which was basically that any app could do the same thing on a phone. Oh. Um, yep. Because if it had a camera and a microphone, I just thought like it, it was interesting because they made this into a separate product. Yeah. I'm sure there will be people that will use it and benefit from it, but.
2: That's a good point, I actually thought about that. So you could just use your phone and an app on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, like, there is, like I know for, for what we do is we have the uh, the Google Keep app. Yeah. Um, and we have it linked, like we have it on our, like, mine and Ray's like, joint email that we use. So we have, like, just a running grocery list there. So whenever, if something runs i just quickly punch it in. And if, you know, say I need to buy ink cartridges, then I'll, like, take a picture of the ink cartridge and it keeps it in that same note. Oh, so that's next note, cool. Yeah, so it's, it's actually really cool. And then it, it syncs between both our phones, obviously, because it's the same, same oh, yeah. Google look. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, and if, my question is, with this Dash device, does it have to link with your phone anyway? Or just the, the internet?
2: Yeah.
1: Through your Wi-Fi? Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: OK. So that's not as bad that you wouldn't have to have your phone with you because then you may as well just use your phone anyway. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, if you're able to kind of have that in the house somewhere, like in your kitchen, then...
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of Keep, yeah. but I'm, I'm interested to see how, how much, like, then, then take it further with, uh, with shared reminder lists because and... right now, like, Apple's reminders are a lot better because you can actually share the lists between people. Hmm. Like if I had a list of things to do, I couldn't like I couldn't delegate them or anything to somebody else because they're just on my account. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have a shared account for multiple right. yeah. people to be able to use it together. Anyways, yeah, nice. How about you, Mike? Uh,
1: mine's a bit more of a minor, minor release, and I guess kind of more along the lines of a rumor. Um, but they've. Uh, there's been screenshots leaked um, with the, the release of a new Gmail app for iOS and Android, and it actually has quite a bit of functionality that I've always... I guess I, I see as being incredibly useful, but I guess I never thought it was even possible to... They, uh, they're going to be having the ability to snooze emails. Um, emails. Like, I don't like, for me, like, just being able to pin emails would be awesome, because it's like if I read an email and I know I'm going to have to go back to it, then instead of having to, like, search it all the time, or, you know, they have the function, I have to star it, but then you have to go into a different mailbox for that. Um, but if, if they're being able to pin it and they have it just show up at the top of the email all the time, then that would be, that'd be really good. Um, and then just being able to snooze it. You want to keep it up, but you don't want to address it right now, then you'll be able to snooze it, and then after a set amount of time, it will show up as a new email again. Um... But that'd be
0: that'd be really good to have. So
1: why did
2: you mute me?
0: Hey. Uh, you're making scratchy noises, so I muted you. I'm okay, you're back. You're making scratchy noises and it was blocking out. Anyways, you were saying Mike?
1: <laughs> no, I just I don't know, like a lot of the uh, the new functionality of the Gmail app I think will be, be well well received by the
0: iOS and Android community alike. Did you get the Gmail beta? No. Oh.
1: I don't think it's released in a beta yet at this point. I thought I think... they were saying there was. I...
0: Do you, are you subscribed to any beta programs on Android?
1: Uh, I think I have the Facebook Messenger beta, and just the Facebook app beta. Okay. Um, and I think the Chrome beta.
0: Interesting, okay. That's probably the, the most interesting aspect of Android to me is the beta testing of apps if you want to there's not really a mechanism to do that with Apple. Oh really? No I, didn't I mean know you can do it but it's very like it's not it's not something that they can roll out across like to anyone that wants it. Mm. You have to they have to specifically program your phones, um, individual uh, like it's called IMEI but the or I guess it's called the UDID, the unique device identifier mm-hmm. into the testing program and then it'll send you the link and you yeah. can download it but...
1: I think it's it's interesting with the beta testing I think you I think they don't implement it in a way that they get useful information out of it because they rely on people to, re- to take it upon themselves to report any bugs or things that they like or whatever mm-hmm. but I think even if they sent out like a little form where you like rate from 1 to 6 or uh, one, to, 1 to 5 or 1 to 10 on the new features they rolled out mm-hmm. and even just like a quick you know 3 or 4 feature rating as opposed to reporting bugs yourself or saying hey I really like this because I don't think I know I don't do that even though I'm on betas I don't, I don't write them and say hey this is really good
0: right but they, they do usage reports like if your phone crashes it sends the data about why it crashed back.
1: I guess, that's true.
0: But yeah, I think that the the feedback that they get, like the actual feedback from the users is more, it's a smaller circle than the the actual whole beta program. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess my news story is is a huge news story in general, but um, not, it doesn't take that much to summarize that Windows uh, or Microsoft had their build conference, their annual developer conference this week and so they announced an update to Windows 8.1 that is sure to excite people because they announced that eventually they're going to bring back the start menu in its in its old form which I think is frankly kind of dumb because I've been using it without a Start without the old start menu for like a year and a half now and uh, I mean, the start menus, when you press start on your keyboard or on the screen itself, you get a start menu, it just looks different, but it has the same information. But they've taken some steps to make it more useful. They uh, connected, or uh, this this release for Windows 8.1 is going to be released on Tuesday. Um, Basically they turned all their modern apps, the apps that are just full screen and are sold in the Windows Store. Um, they turn them into individual windows now, so you can minimize, or you can turn them just into windows. You can minimize them to the taskbar, and the taskbar shows up on the actual app itself, so if you go to the bottom of the screen, it'll pop up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I think a lot of people, is going to help the transition, but uh, yeah, I sort of think it's unnecessary because it's not that different from Windows 7. It's just a little better, and it provides more variety of apps. They also announced Windows Windows Phone 8.1, which uh, the biggest thing with that is that if you have a Windows Phone, you can now, if you're building an app, you have one app on your phone and on your computer and on your Xbox as well on the Xbox One. Um, so if you have, if you're playing a game, for instance, or if you're if you're using uh, any app really, the, the developer builds one app and they update one app and the app that you have on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer is the same app. So there's, it's sort of, it's it's hard to understand why that would be useful, but I think we're gonna start to see a lot of better apps being built for Windows because they're actually able to use all the power of Windows without having to develop a separate app for each different device.
1: Isn't the point to be able to optimize your app for each device as opposed you, to... You can
0: have differences, but there's also... You can share a code... Like, there's there's an... A, you can put all the common elements mm-hmm. in one spot, so you don't have to develop a separate look for each one. It would all, they'd all have the same look by default. They would just look different where you wanted them to be different. Mm-hmm. It also simplifies buying apps. Like, you don't have to buy them on one, one thing and it would download them to everything which is something that they actually beat Chrome or Android and iOS slash Mac to because neither of those platforms, they've both been talking about mixing macOS and iOS, mixing Chrome with Android uh, apps, but neither of them have have actually done it yet. So Microsoft actually beat them to the punch with it, which I think is going to lead to a new generation of apps. And Mike, as we've talked about, Windows Phone is something that both of us would really like to try at some point. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, and their new camera is now the new Lumia camera is twenty megapixels, which is oh wow. kind of insane. And they're yeah. releasing it really. It's it's one of the cheapest flagship phones that has ever been announced since smartphones became seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I think you can get one of the like the slightly less version for like it's it's like one hundred and eighty bucks on. Yeah. Without a subsidy, like no no yeah. contract, yeah, just yeah, kind of insane and an the Amazon type move where they're not going to make a lot of money off of it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my news. Microsoft Developer Conference. Uh, does anybody have anything else they'd like to say about wearables? No. I think that will covers it. Good. Um, so I guess we'll we'll cut it there for today. Thanks for hanging out with me, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.